Good morning, everybody. You're tuning into the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Wednesday, July 20th, and I'm your host, Gabriela Silva Ponte, reporting for CGRU 12VDAM in Toronto. First up, arrests and charges have been laid in an auto theft ring investigation. Then, mercury exposure has been linked to high youth suicide attempt rates in Grassy Narrows First Nation. You'll be seeing Pierre Polyevra without glasses from here on out. And finally, a deep dive into the Barbie movie's marketing scheme. And then of course, what would be the newscast without good news with Justina. So with all this news, let's get started. Peel police arrested 15 people and laid 73 charges in an auto theft ring investigation. CP24 reports the ring was allegedly stealing fully loaded commercial vehicles and selling their cargo to unsuspecting people. Police said the investigation began back in March. It included various police forces, including the Toronto Police Service and the Ontario Provincial Police. Peel Police Detective Mark Haywood said in a news conference in Mississauga on Wednesday, as a result of this investigation, six locations were targeted within the GTA and warrants were executed. He added, Through the hard work of the investigative team, I'm pleased to share that the investigation resulted in the recovery of 28 containers of stolen cargo valued at $6.99 million. An additional 28 stolen tractors and trailers valued at $2.25 million were recovered. A total value of recovery of $9.24 million. CB24 reports that the charges laid range from possession of property obtained by crime, motor vehicle theft, and tracking stolen goods. Mercury exposure is being linked to Grassy Narrows First Nation's high youth suicide attempt rate. CTV News reports the rate in this community is three times higher than that of any other First Nations in Canada. A new study with 80 mothers and 162 children from the community led to this conclusion. All children analyzed were between the ages of 5 and 17. The study found that eating fish from mercury-contaminated waters led to nervous system disorders and psychological distress. CTV reports mothers of Grassy Narrows said 41% of young adults from the community attempt suicide. Grassy Narrows First Nation mother Chrissy Isaacs said in a press conference in Toronto on Wednesday, we're in an emergency in our home. She added, even on social media, you see people saying that they feel like they don't want to live or they don't know how to deal with what they're going through. It's not their fault. It's a part of the sickness from the dumping of mercury, and I feel like we need to make people aware of that. CTV reports the water in the community was contaminated in 1970, when a paper mill dumped 9 tons of mercury upstream of Grassy Narrows, about 88 kilometers northeast of Kenora. According to the report, the community had no reported suicide attempts before this. The study's lead author, Donna Mergler, told CTV, When you eat fish with mercury and you're pregnant, the mercury is actively transported across the placenta. That affects the fetus development. Grassy Nero's First Nation chief, Rudy Turtle, said the findings confirm what they already knew. He said, The impacts of mercury have been very devastating in terms of our economy and our way of life. Over the years, we've done the best we can to address those issues, but we need a lot of help. The community relies on hunting and fishing as a source of revenue and as a cultural practice. CTV reports the community is demanding that the federal and provincial governments provide all Grassy Narrows First Nation members with, quote, fair compensation, funding the count for counseling, and help for mental health workers in the community. 
The Pierre Polyevre we all see on television is changing. After the Conservative Party underperformed in a series of by-elections, Polyevre's outfit and overall look has changed. CBC News reports prior to this, he had worn a strict business dress coat, rarely seen without a tie, uniform, navy blue, or his glasses. But he was seen wearing a pair of bootleg blue jeans, aviator sunglasses, and no tie to a press conference in Niagara Falls on Wednesday. When questioned, Polyevra said his wife, Anida, thinks he, quote, looks better without glasses, so I have to keep her happy first and foremost. He has also changed his attitude. For the past 20 years, Polyevra had been known to be sparing in the questions he allowed reporters to ask. But on Wednesday, he allowed a follow-up question regarding the revamped look. He said, Normally we don't allow supplementary questions, but it's such a beautiful place. You've softened my heart. And he added, Whether or not I wear glasses, I have the best vision for the country. A vision for lower cost, more affordable groceries, safer streets. That's the vision Canadians want. Let's bring it home. The Barbie movie will be in theaters tomorrow. Whether you're doing a Barbieheimer marathon or just watching the movie on its own, it's no surprise that Barbie has one of the best marketing campaigns. Fashion brands like Forever 21, Gap, and Primark all designed Barbie-branded clothing lines. NYX Cosmetics released a Barbie-inspired makeup set. And Aldo released some footwear as part of a branding deal with the movie. Aldo's senior director of global brand strategy, Allison Neal, said to CBC, We think it can sell at any time of the year, but we have certainly benefited from the cultural moment that Barbie is having right now. Neal said that e-commerce traffic increased by 48% after the Aldo collection was released in late June. CBC reports the Barbie platform shoes sold out within 24 hours, and some other products sold out within 72 hours. But there are also some weirder products. There is a Barbie Xbox, Barbie rug, Barbie candles, Barbie glassware, and Barbie electric toothbrushes. Some Burger King locations in Brazil even released a Barbie burger, where the sauce is bright pink. The Barbie movie has also made great headway since Warner Bros. released a meme generator for fans to use. Mattel's Barbie has an undeniably complicated history, with much criticism for its unattainable beauty standards. The company introduced a new line of Barbie dolls in 2016, aimed to address these issues through more racial and body diversity. With pink and criticism everywhere, will you be watching the movie tomorrow? That concludes the news section. Here's Justina with good news. Take it away, Justina. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's good news segment. My name is Justina, and each week I'm going to be sharing a piece of uplifting news to add some positivity to your week. With temperatures on the rise making it feel more like summer, sunscreen should be an essential step to your daily skincare routine. According to the Canadian Cancer Society, exposure to UV rays raises your risk of developing both melanoma and non-melanoma skin cancers, as well as eye cancer and lip cancer. Incidence rates of melanoma in Canada are among the highest in the world. About 65% of melanoma cases are due to UV radiation. As skincare cancer continues to rise, a free sunscreen project started by a melanoma survivor is spreading to towns and cities across Canada. The project, Save Your Skin Foundation, is a national patient-led not-for-profit group dedicated to the fight against non-melanoma skin cancers, melanoma and ocular melanoma through nationwide education, advocacy, and awareness initiatives. 
Save Your Skin Foundation was founded by North Vancouver resident and melanoma survivor Kathleen Bernard in 2006 after she was diagnosed with stage 4 malignant melanoma. According to a global news report, the Save Your Skin Foundation has expanded a pilot project that provides a free public sunscreen dispenser to be made accessible in several communities across Canada. The dispensers act like a sanitizer unit and are automatic and touchless, providing free Health Canada-approved SPF to anyone who needs it. The bright yellow dispensers contain SPF 30 mineral sunscreen, free from common allergens and toxic ingredients. The free sunscreen program launched last year, with municipalities installing dispensers as part of the project. A CBC article notes, when the project first launched, organizers wanted to make sure the dispensers would withstand the heat and remain fully effective. Preventative measures were taken to place the dispensers in shaded areas in order to ensure the sun will not damage the dispenser itself. The pilot project is now expected to expand into at least 60 communities across the country this summer, including New Westminster, British Columbia, Riverview, New Brunswick, as well as Westlock, Alberta. It is also being offered for free to municipalities wishing to take part. On the whole, increasing the availability and accessibility of sunscreen can greatly reduce the incidence of skin cancer in Canada, given that it is one of the most preventable and curable diseases. According to a global news report, Bernard says studies show most young people do not take sun safety seriously. This innovative project can help ensure everyone engages in sun safety outdoors. Well, I hope this encourages you to be more sun savvy as summer gets underway. I'm Justina reporting for CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Justina. It is time to wrap up today's newscast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I'll be back next week with some more news at Morning Mixtape. It's CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Gabriela Silvaponte. Thanks for listening.